Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. You are listening to 3CR's Spoken Word, and I am George O'Hara, and on today's show, uh, we have something that I think is kind of awesome. I got to talk to Benny Solar via phone interview just after the Melbourne Spoken Word Festival. It was an online event and there were a bunch of shows and workshops and even a 12-hour marathon of a poetry uh, performance. So let's get straight into this. Enjoy. Welcome to the show, Benny. Uh, you are the founder, I guess, of the Melbourne Spoken Word uh, website, which put on a bunch of shows. Uh, welcome. Thanks for having me, Josh. That's cool. Um, so, how yeah, how did you go about like the idea of MelbourneSpokenWord.com and putting on those shows? Uh, how did, how did that idea come up uh, for you? Like, how did you go about doing that? Um, I think it came up like after being involved in the poetry scene for maybe like six months um, to a year. I was going to like all these really cool open mics, but I'd found out about them, I guess, mostly via word of mouth. I guess yeah. like you'd go to one gig and then someone would tell you to come along yeah. to something else later on that week. Um, and I was kind of a little bit inspired by like I found out about the poetry scene incidentally. Um, and I wanted to find a way so more people could find out about it because I feel like it's one of like the city's hidden gems to have. We have all of these gigs everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. I wanted to find that kind of central access point so everyone can find out about everything and kind of like bring the scene together a little bit. And I guess the shows a little bit came from that as well because um, shortly after I started the website, I got approached by... Bill Moran, who's a poet from Texas who wanted to come visit, and was like, oh, where can I do a show? I'm like, well, you can do a show with us. So we put on the show, and then um, it started out being like a show with an international poet, and then like, yeah, cool. um, you'd grab a couple of like supports, local supports, because people usually go out to those international shows because they've heard, it, heard about like some famous poet on YouTube, yeah. um, but didn't know usually don't know that there's a poetry scene in Melbourne so um we kind of use it to like as like a gateway drug I guess for um the poetry scene as a whole to kind of check out other poets as well yeah and getting yeah getting the 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 word out there of all the different shows that they might not know about uh, Mm -hmm. which is because it used to be uh like from what I've heard like before my time uh it was they'd hand out flyers at gigs for other poetry gigs yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, it's just a yeah, really cool idea. Uh, but you recently done the Melbourne Spoken Word uh, Festival, the Melbourne Poetry mm-hmm. Festival, um, yeah. and how with the you know current state of affairs and all that thing, we couldn't go out to the places. Doing it online uh, was was that easier or, or just a completely different approach to how? poetry gets out there to the public like did like people who weren't usually able to go to a venue because they live you know miles and miles away could now mm-hmm. sit in their lounge room and watch it um 
did did you find you were getting more audience people from further afield uh, because of that? Yeah, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Like, there's obviously like a few things that were easier. Like, you don't have to pay for airfares. Yeah. Um, like a few things were cheaper because of like them being online. You don't have to pay for venues or like to fly poets or around or whatever. But at the same time, then it was like much harder to kind of, I guess, like the tech issues is a, a bit of a challenge. But we did find we got more of a wider audience, but um, cool. like people from interstate tuned in and people from like all over the world tuned in. But then you also kind of lose that community feel like some, not everyone kind of knows how to like get onto Twitch or yeah. um, kind of comment on live streams or whatever. And so like you kind of lose like a, a different democratic whilst you, whilst you gain another one. Yeah. Yeah. So like having, having the people like the audience actually there doing the clicks or the claps and actually seeing mm-hmm. the people um, in real life uh, is, is, yeah, can, can be lacking online. Um, yeah, we, people really miss that, like yeah, the clapping, but definitely. also just like the chats in the beer garden afterwards as well. Yeah, totally. I, I do miss yeah. those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I have found them. I'm, I'm finding, uh, yeah, it's like my household are actually missing poets quite a bit. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and, and as part of the, um, uh, the festival that you did, uh, recently you did the, 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 the 12 hour, like midday till midnight, uh, poetry marathon, mm-hmm. uh, which, yeah, um, like my household sat down and watched and, and it was fantastic to, to see, um, just you being able to do that for 12 hours blew my mind. It was, yeah. it was kind of amazing. Um, I've I've never yeah I've never witnessed something like that before. Um, how how did you I guess prepare, um, like getting getting all the performers, and those videos, uh, and and just having yeah as you said before like the infrastructure the technology, using that, um, that was 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 it I guess easier to do that from home, uh, with the videos there waiting or. Yeah, like compared to a compared to a live show where people can actually turn up. Um, I was a little bit more comfortable, I guess, on Twitch. I've been during lockdown. I've been like live streaming on Twitch from my own like page, yep. like quite a bit. So I've kind of got like a nice little setup here, and I've gotten really comfortable um, doing that. And like around Twitch, it's like a fairly common like kind of format, like for special streams to do like 12 hour streams or 24 hour streams to like raise money for something or, um, to kind of like hype something up. And so like, we wanted to do something big. It meant we can, we could include like a much broader cross section of like the poetry community, like not just in Melbourne, but like around Australia and overseas. Um, and the videos, like getting people to pre-record videos is so much easier, like from our point of view, because then like, I guess getting people on in Zoom because you kind of get the tech issues out of the way before you come to the show. And then people can kind of show off their creativity through like video editing as well as like their own poetry. So that's kind of fun to see as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, some mm. of them were, were pretty mad, um, uh, in, a, like, in, a, in a good way. Uh, so mm. the, with, the, with the Twitch, your channel, did you want to mention like your channel name just so people know about it and can follow it? Oh. Uh, um, so I stream like three nights a week. Um, you, 
usually in drag um, from any crevice, crevices spelled with a K. Um, and I usually like dragon games there and stuff. Um, it's just like been a nice little outlet for like during COVID because yeah, I just like sit at my computer, play games, do yeah. stupid shit. It's like people like it. Yeah, I was watching it last night. That was cool. <laughs> it's very scary. Um, yeah. That, that game. Um, so, yeah, and you, apart from uh, Melbourne Spoken Word stuff, uh, you yourself are a poet. Um, mm-hmm. So would you like to read a, a poem or two um, for the for the public? Sure. I got um, – this is like a recently written one. Um, it's called How to Write a Real Gender. Sometimes I think I'm not really a poet. I forget how to write. It needs to rhyme. It needs to be like all of the poems it read before it. it needs to follow certain rules. I need some other poet to give me permission to call myself a poet. Need to show all of my poems to the whole world for it to really be a poem. Need to format my poem, perform my poem in a particular way with the line breaks and punctuation all finished and correct. That my poem is too much. That my poem is not enough. That my poem might make people feel uncomfortable. That my poem will be judged for how it is written. That people will avoid me after hearing what my poem says about me. My poem is too new unfinished needs to wait to be shared that i don't know what i want the final poem to say forget that it's my poem and only i get to decide how it's written sometimes i think i'm not really trans i forget how to gender i think it needs to rhyme with a binary it needs to be like all of the other genders written before it needs to follow certain rules need some other trans person to give me permission to call myself trans needs to show all of my identity to the whole world for me to really be trans need to format my gender, perform my gender in a particular way with the line breaks and punctuation all finished and correct, that my gender is too much, that my trans is not enough, that my trans might make people feel uncomfortable, that my gender will be judged for how it is written, that people will avoid me for hearing what my trans says about me, my trans is too new, unfinished, needs the weight to be shared, that I don't know what I want the final gender to say, forget that it's my gender and only I get to decide how it's written. Very cool. I like that. Mm. So, yeah, so you are trans. Uh, and yeah. So your pronouns are she, they? Is yeah, that, yep. she, she, her, hers, or they, them, theirs. Cool. Um, now, have, have you found in, in the poetry scene compared to other scenes, is like the, 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 the acceptance of that is, uh, well, accepted, I guess. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, it's quite, like, the poetry scene is very diverse, and there are a lot of different types of people in the scene. And, yeah, it just seems to be a nicer um, than, well, the music scene, is my personal experience, um, mm-hmm. for for trans and queer people. Uh, and, yeah, it, it's just a nice, yeah, it's a nice scene, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, like, um, probably having so many like trans poets around the scene like even before I came out probably made it a lot easier for me to come out and like I guess the kind of catchword of spoken word and stuff at the moment is vulnerability and like um poetry is very good at creating a space where people can kind of be open and honest and like um yeah for the most part everyone's been pretty pretty good about it so yeah yeah yeah. no it is yeah it's a it's a a, pretty cool pretty cool scene so um, with the um, melbournespokenword.com, uh, all one word, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 
there'll be future shows, obviously, and the well, there'll be online performances until you know the the state of the world changes. Uh, so, could yeah. you talk about a couple of the upcoming shows? Um, we have two, like we have two main upcoming shows um, for the rest of the year that we're working on, um, and it's part of the Fresh Voices series. So, um, we have one as part of the festival. Fresh Voices is a poetry series where we like feature poets who've rarely gotten features or have never featured before around Melbourne. Um, usually, poets we see doing like um, hot stuff, I guess, around like other open mics, and I guess we'll be looking at, I guess, what people are doing around all the other online gigs. Um, so we got those coming up in September and November, I think, um, cool. from memory. Um, and there's some workshops for, intro, like, introductory workshops for poets attached to those as well. Um, and then maybe we'll have, um, we're kind of playing around with doing um, some different online shows, Um for the rest of the year, I'm personally going to be working on a show that combines um, drag lip syncing with recorded spoken word. So we're oh, kind of, wow. yeah, looking out for that um, as a kind of collaborative thing. So is that like like poetry karaoke, but lip syncing and yeah, yeah. That oh, I'm very much looking forward to that. It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Okay. So and yeah, and the information is on the uh, MelbourneSpokenWord.com site. Um, yeah, and there's like or the our events, Facebook page or the Facebook page. Yep, and that's again Melbourne spoken word, all one word, yep. all lowercase. I think. Yeah, yep. um, yeah, definitely look out on the Melbourne spoken word Facebook page because other than our own events, we're always sharing information about online open mics or online poetry events oh, that happen um, around Melbourne because there's lots of places live streaming stuff at the moment. Yeah, or like yeah. hosting Zoom gigs. And with the because yeah because there's like the Zoom shows there's the the, the Twitch shows, um, when eventually we were allowed you know back outside and the pubs open and the gigs start happening again, do you think mm-hmm. the, the the online presence of performance in poetry uh, will remain? Do you think that's like something that would would continue? Um, into the future, as well as having the live shows? I think some places and some gigs definitely will continue to do online parts of it. Um, I feel like workshops can work pretty well um, online, and I think kind of people needed the, like, the need to do it online to learn how to do it, because I feel like most people find the idea of like trying to live stream stuff like a little bit scary. So... Um, once we've kind of learned the technology, I think people can see the benefits of like having that as a format as well. Cause so many other art forms like utilize live streaming quite a lot, um, to kind of, as an option to get their work out there that I feel like, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the there spoken were a, will continue. Yeah. There, there were a few, um, uh, workshops during the festival, uh, mm. where it was, yeah, where it was streamed and people could log in and it was like a, yeah, it was like a zoom meeting and it's pretty much the same thing that universities are doing where, you know, the, the, the students have to be at home or, and to, to, to learn, they, they, you know, log on to the, to the zoom meeting or to whatever the streaming service is and they mm-hmm. watch the person teaching them, you know, certain aspects of poetry and stuff, which is, yeah. Yeah, totally. So having, yeah, I think having the infrastructure and the technology, you using that, um, mm. 
mm-hmm. uh, is, a, is a, yeah, something I'm looking forward to immensely. Uh, I mean, the uh, technology is a lot more accessible nowadays than it has been. Like, uh, people can live stream off their phones. Yeah. Um, people can like Facebook Live um, from their like home, uh, like home computer setup, yeah. um, which wasn't always possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Hey, remember that time when me and my friend Steve tried on Angela's school skirts at the graduation after party? It was so funny. Like, everyone laughed. We looked so silly. Nothing funnier than a boy in a skirt, right? I didn't tell anyone I felt pretty. Everyone laughed. Even me. Uh, and remember that time I wanted to be Britney Spears for a dress-up party? Margot finds this Veronica skirt in the girls' section of Target, and as she holds the p- piece of fabric against me to see if it fit, a mother walks in the aisle with her daughter, stops covers her eyes and turns her away. So funny, right? This year, I did drag for like the millionth time in my life. I am an expert in pretending to be someone else. It's not me. I look at someone else in the mirror, take a cute selfie, old, old up, and finally feel what it's like for people to tell me I looked good, looked beautiful. But you know, it's not me. It's my crash test dummy. I found her in the sales section of Savers, tried her on for size and like magic, she fit straight away perfect like my crash test dummy was tailored for my body funny isn't it crash test dummy doesn't use my name i give her something funny like with a name with a pun in it just so everyone knows it's not really me i call her annie kravitz you know like lenny kravitz like i want to get away i try that cute little black dress on my crash test dummy and those heels i'd fall over wearing shape her face to look all feminine i always put too much makeup on my crash test dummy Dummies are shapeless, genderless things, so you really have to cake it on so people don't assume it's a boy. Crash test dummy doesn't care what people think of her, at least the judgy things. Crash test dummy only uses, only takes compliments and more glitter. Crash test dummy isn't me, remember. I know this because I can't take a compliment. I try long wigs on crash test dummy to remember what it's like before I cut my hair again. Crash test dummy knows how to handle awkward conversations in an Uber. Awkward conversations when strangers in public aren't even speaking to you. Awkward conversations about are you Annie or Benny today. Crash test dummy doesn't know. Crash test dummies are used for testing if something can survive upon impact if you are protected enough. You place it inside a car or gender, strap it in, check all the safety features it prepared, airbags or friends. See how crash test dummy would go in the real world if it'd crumple across the dashboard or bounce back up. I don't know if we're even meant to be testing how strong the dummy is or the thing meant to be keeping it safe. But if crash test dummy breaks, no harm done. You just get a new one next week. After all, it's not really you. Until it is you sitting on your bed in a dress and wondering why it's so hard to stay in character, why a crash test dummy can still feel this pressure on their chest when nothing physical has hit it yet. So during the festival, there was a drag uh, spoken word uh, performance. Um, would you like to talk about that a little bit? We decided to do something a little bit different for the festival. I decided that because they've been doing drag and I knew a bunch of drag kings and queens who were do, both doing poetry and drag, yep. we wanted to try something out where we got people to dress in drag and then lip sync to their favorite poems or like monologues from film and TV. So I lip synced to the poem at the end of 10 Things I Had About You mm-hmm. and Andy Stewart as... Charlie Flamingo lip sync to the slam poem in 21 Jump Street, um, like stuff like that. Yep, um, yep. And the idea was, I guess, I kind of like it sometimes when you just make a poetry gig about having fun and like, 
being entertaining. I use my poetry quite a lot to talk about things that are like personal to me, um, and that's all well and good, but sometimes you kind of just want to be silly and have some fun, and it was like a nice kind of twist to like the regular format while still being about spoken word. Yeah, cool. Cool. I remember seeing the the um, the slam poet from the Twenty One Jump Street, um, and my my jaw was on the floor. I was just yeah. like, "What is this?" Um, but yeah, it was great. It was very cool. Yeah. Whenever anyone, um, whenever you talk to anyone about being a slam poet, everyone's like, "Slam poetry, <laughs> yeah. yelling." I was like, "Fuck." Me. Yeah. Is the, yeah, the, yeah. I, th- I think I've heard more. Um, was how to win a slam poetry competition poems at slam poetry than actual slam poetry um yeah, yeah but i've only i've only been to a few actual um slam poetry shows so yeah yeah so during the festival you had the drag um the lip syncing so that's kind of going to be linked to the the upcoming lip syncing one uh, yeah i guess yeah. that was like a test run for like what we were going to try later but yeah. this time what we're going to do is we're going to get people to collaborate together like you pair a drag artist with a spoken word artist Spoken word artist records a piece of spoken word, oh, wow. and then the video and the performance is done by the drag artist lip syncing to that poet. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I want. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, can people submit, or is that up and ready at the moment for people to submit? Um, it's, it's like we're still working out how to do it, but there may yeah. be some way for people to apply. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it'll be yeah it's through might... either Facebook or the um, Melbourne Spoken Word website. There'll be yeah yeah probably. Yeah, yeah, cool. I think that one will be more run by like me personally, but yeah, it's definitely something we want to try out. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that sounds fantastic. So with with the slam poetry, there are other events uh, going on around Melbourne uh, mm-hmm. online. Um, mm-hmm. Did you want to yeah just mention some of those? Talk about some of those and how yeah they will yeah. Go. I'm not really running. I'm not running Slammer, Lammer, Ding Dong anymore at the moment. But they've got two new amazing producers, Kiara and Sharifa, that are running a monthly Slam. Um, the last Sunday of the month at the moment, um, where people can either participate by, it's like a, usually a Zoom Slam, which is then live streamed to YouTube. Um, but this month they're doing something a little bit different, um, which is like pre-submitted videos. But yeah. There's like been some really cool slams via Zoom that kind of allow anyone to sign up and participate. Your Place, which is run out of uh, New Zealand by Rick the Most, who's a poet who used to live here, also runs like a Zoom slam every Sunday, which has been pretty fun to participate in. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. That's great. I think I met him at a a party at your house one one evening many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, so, um, and they have their own uh, Facebook pages uh your place events so, and yep. slam alama ding dong cool yep so your place events mm-hmm. and slam alama ding dong look those up on uh facebook uh, as well yep. as melbourne spoken word on facebook mm-hmm. and melbournespokenword.com thank you very very much benny uh thanks for having me and that's all for today uh so look up those websites on facebook there's a bunch of online uh poetry shows that are happening all around melbourne and until next time this is george o'hara for three crs spoken word mm-hmm.